So today is going to be a broad overview of what meditation is, why it's important, the different kinds of meditations that are out there, and how you might be able to get started with the practice if that's what you were interested in. So first, what is this weird thing called meditation? Is it saying OM? Is it reciting a mantra? Is it sitting cross-legged? Is it visualization? Is it paying attention to the breath? The short answer is yes. Meditation can be any of those things because meditation really is a category of practices, mental training practices designed to cultivate certain qualities of mind. And that can be developed through a lot of different practices from using a mantra to visualization to focus on the breath to just practicing being. But in general, in my experience at least, when someone says they are engaging in a meditation practice, they're usually referring to something that is training their attention to be a bit more attuned to the present moment. Now, let's not write that off as just a one-dimensional simple thing because being attuned to the present moment requires focus, it requires courage, it requires non-reactivity and not getting up every time you feel an itch on your face. It requires learning how to work with thoughts, difficult emotions, learning how to settle the mind and find peace in this moment as it is without pushing or pulling. So that training of being attuned to the present moment, holding the present moment, and and building the inner container to be with it in its fullness is like the biggest work in the world. And the best form of meditation I know to specifically develop that inner container is mindfulness meditation, which might make sense. When you hear some of the way I'm describing this, it sounds very similar to mindfulness. This quality of awareness that allows us to be in relationship to our experience of being alive in such a way that we're not totally consumed by thoughts, emotions, pains. We're not swept away by the future and the past. There's an ability to, to watch it, to be aware of it in a grounded, calm, and centered way. And so that, that quality of mindfulness is what we're developing in mindfulness meditation. And you might say, well, Corey, why do I need to meditate to do that? Can't I just practice being aware and mindful in my day-to-day life? And yes, you can. And yes, you should, because that's where it's most important. But in general, where it's very difficult to develop it in day-to-day life if we don't also have a structured practice that is specifically strengthening that muscle. Of mindfulness. And that's what the meditation is. You could think of mindfulness as your fitness level and meditation as the gym. So what does the meditation gym look like? Well, again, with all of this stuff, there there's so many ways to respond to that and there are many different practices within mindfulness. But I'll focus on one here, which is a sitting meditation uh, with an awareness of breath. So in this meditation, we would sit down, which could be done in a chair, on the ground, kneeling, cross-legged, something that feels upright but not uptight. We want to be comfortable, not causing extra tension. And we give our mind something to focus on. Since the body is breathing and the breath is a, a 
fairly obvious experience for us, we just bring our attention to the breath. I sometimes like to put a hand on my belly so that I could feel the belly rising and falling as I take an inhale, breathing in. I take an exhale, the belly falls. And now I'm just practicing sustaining my attention on the sensations of the breath. I'm not visualizing the breath. I'm not thinking about the breath. I'm feeling the sensations of the breath. So how does this often go? We sit down, we start doing the meditation, we get comfortable, we light a candle or something, and place our hand on our belly like Corey said, and then we start focusing. Okay, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. You know, a couple breaths go by, we start thinking, man, I really got this meditation thing. Inhale, exhale, and then we start thinking, man, why did Mufasa die in Lion King? I mean, that is just such a tragic thing for a kid to watch. And then we why am I thinking about the Lion King? I haven't thought about the Lion King in 15 years. I suck at this meditation. I knew I'd be better at this meditation. Corey doesn't know what he's talking about. Maybe he does, but like I don't know what I'm talking about. I, everyone else looks like they can meditate. I knew I wasn't going to be. I'm, you know what? I'm the kind of person that goes to the gym. Running. Running is my, you know, actually not running. Eating is my meditation. I feel calm. I feel relaxed. Screw this breath. And you see what happens? We just get caught in this whole ruminative cycle. And that's what we're working with in the meditation. It's not the breath. It's everything that pulls us away from the breath. It's all of the thoughts, the ideas that we should be doing this better, or we should be better, or there's a better use of our time, or the moment should be going different than it is, or I should be feeling something different than I'm feeling. Or I should be less judgmental. Isn't this about not being judgmental? And then we start judging ourselves for being judgmental, right? The whole cascading of, of ideas and stories about why this isn't good enough, why this moment isn't, isn't good enough. Those, that, all of that, that's what's creating tension in the moment. That's what's preventing us from actually being able to hold this moment as it is. Now, the the kicker with all of that is you can hear that and go, okay, so meditation is about clearing all of that, like not thinking about the Lion King, not thinking about the judgments. And that's not quite it because the mind is always going to think. And you can actually do uh, profound meditations where all you do is just watch the mind thinking. And you could see how that would be a very different relationship than being caught in the thoughts, right? Just to watch, oh, just a thought just a thought. When we're working with the breath, when we notice that thought come up, we notice it with the understanding that of course the mind is going to think. Of course the mind is going to think about wanting to eat cookies right now because like, how is that not more enjoyable than focusing on the breath? Focusing on the breath, I don't know about you, but for me, it can often be just the most boring thing in the world when you think of all the other enticing things we have around us. Instagram, Facebook, every other social media app ever created like these things are designed to be so seductive even just like all the things you don't want to do like cleaning your room become that much more enticing when you're focusing on the breath so we we enter into that with the understanding like of course the mind's going to want to think about other stuff of course it's going to want to go elsewhere and so when we notice it we just smile and we go oh yeah Hey, hey, thoughts, I knew you were going to come up. But hey, remember what we're doing? We're, we're trying to cha- train ourselves to be a little bit more present, a little bit more focused, a little bit more attuned, so that we don't 
kind of feel all this extra stress and worry and get caught up in all the judgments. Remember why we're doing it? And the mind goes, oh, yeah, okay, okay. And starts focusing on the breath again. And then we get like two more breaths and the mind goes off somewhere else. We just bring it back. Just notice the thought. Bring it back. And do you see what's happening? It's it's not like we're clearing any part of our experience. We're just choosing to bring our attention in one place in particular. And when all of these things come come up, there's this this gentle acknowledgement of them. Even even the difficult thoughts, right? Even the the really painful ones of like, you're such an idiot. Like, why did you say that thing to that person before? Like that stuff will come up. So we notice that with with some compassion, just like yeah, okay. It's, it's complicated to be human. We Regrets are going to come up in this space of stillness. When we're, when we're not running from ourselves, when we're not distracting our, ourselves from ourselves, when we're not caffeinating and going, and we just drop in and be a little bit more still, yeah, a lot of stuff can come to the surface that maybe we're not uh, usually inclined to look at. And that's powerful. It's really powerful because that stuff doesn't go away. It's just causing all of this extra agitation in the background. So when that comes up, we just notice it. It, it. There's something hugely healing and settling for the nervous system to just be able to watch all of this stuff that we typically turn from. Just go, oh yeah, there's that thought. Not to fully indulge in it, not to have to think about it. Just, oh yeah, there's that thought of like, I'm an idiot. Why did I do that? I know that pattern. Just a thought, and then back to the breath right now. And then something else comes up. Maybe it's like a, a difficult emotion or pain or working through grief. And there are different ways to work with that. Like We could actually just hold the grief in our awareness and make space for it. But if we're focusing on the breath and doing that meditation, then we might just notice the grief when it's there. Just maybe touch it with our awareness and acknowledgement of, I see you, you're an important part. Of, of me, of my experience, and I'll come back to you right now, just focusing on the breath. And then you come back to the breath. If one of those experiences really like is coming up a lot, then you can, you can just make that the object of your focus. You forget about the breath and you just go, okay, I'm just going to feel grief right now. Or I'm just going to feel the, the stress that's moving through my body. Not engaging so much in the story of why we're stressed or what's going on. But really just uh, feeling it move through the body. And in that way, it that energy, because it's all energy, right? I know that sounds, it can sound, well, it depends on where you're coming from. Like if you're into yoga and you're coming to this, energy is a totally common word. If you're one of the people that I might be teaching in the Fortune 500 company, energy is like the most woo-woo thing ever. But an emotion is energy, a thought is energy uh, sensations in the body their energy i mean and so there's nothing there's nothing woo woo about that at all and the uh, the experience of life is constantly just feeling lots of energy and sometimes energy is moving slowly sometimes it's moving fast and sometimes that energy gets stuck we have an intense experience and then we have to quickly move on and that energy doesn't get a chance to be released so that we can transition back into our normal flow of life and some of that we might call trauma, which we'll, we'll talk about in later episodes. But all of this can come up in the meditation practice when we're still. And we're creating a container for these things to, to start to be felt and experienced and processed and released. And we don't have to do anything fancy to make that happen. It's truly just, just seeing it, 
right? That feeling of like deep sadness comes up and we just go, I, I see you. And then back to the breath or the stress. It's like, whoa, I see you. I feel you. And then back to the breath. Again, if it really persists, then we just, we invite the stress in a little bit and just focus on, whoa, what does this feel like? And, and let it run through us and move through us. Ah, <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, if, if we were in person, I'd kind of get a sense of how is this landing for you? What are you thinking? Does this feel like too much, too little? Is this exciting or weird? There's, there's so much we can talk about with meditation, as I, I think you can tell. And there's a reason meditation is at the heart of my work, because to me, it's, it's the foundational exploration of being in relationship to our humanness. It's the intentional willingness to show up for ourselves, for all of ourselves, the thoughts, the emotions, the sensations, everything that would pull us away, that would make us want to do something else. Like we get to notice all of it. Whoa, look how, look how alive I am. Look how, look how all over the place my mind is. Look at all the conditioning that's running through me. Like my mind doesn't even know how to be still. We could just smile at that and go, okay. And now I'm just going to bring it back to the breath. All of that can happen when we just bring it back to the breath. So that's a foundational meditation practice. And there's a ton of research supporting what happens when we engage in that. We see that the brain starts to change and areas of the brain responsible for focus, concentration, those areas start to grow. Areas responsible for empathy, those areas start to grow. Areas responsible for stress, those areas start to shrink. So something does start shifting in our hardware and we then move throughout our world in a very different way with many new possibilities for how we're going to relate to our lives, to others, and the world around us. And uh, it's, we could say, the epitome of practicing human. 